0: This is Parables of the Divorce CEO, where men have real and raw conversations about the pain, suffering, and loneliness of divorce. Welcome to this week's episode of Parables of the Divorce CEO. I am your host, Peter Avalon-Noistar, the founder and creator of the Divorce CEO and the CEO on Fire Coaching Program. And on this week's episode, The Shadow. Welcome, welcome to another week. I hope everybody's had an amazing week. I am currently outside, so if you can hear the birds singing, don't mind them, enjoy them. So, this week, I wanted to chat about a hot topic right now, these days, which is the shadow or shadow work or, uh, yeah, archetypes, whatever you might call it. Um, and the reason I'm bringing it up is because we talked about leadership last time. So, I want to kind of add on to it with this week's episode because what i see happening in the world is essentially our our shadow sides are playing out in various shapes and forms um now so what how do we define a shadow side well it depends on who you ask um and jung was the carl jung the i believe he was swish swish man that's a hard english word i won't call it german because it's not german uh psychiatrist who or a psychologist I might be wrong on that but anywho he was a student and colleague of Sigmund Freud and he came up with this terminology of the shadow and archetypes and essentially um, the archetypes are parts of ourselves that we don't like we don't want to associate with so we project them onto other people so I'll give you an example. If you are a person who are very um, dominating or controlling or manipulating, you don't like that side of yourself. Then you will automatically or subconsciously project it onto other people and see them as either manipulating or controlling. And so we never really make peace with these sides of ourselves that we don't we don't particularly like, um, and and that's that's a shame because there's a lot of there's a lot of beauty, there's a lot of tremendous healing in working with your shadows. And when I studied psychotherapy years ago, one of the things that we talked about was not just the what we call, you know, when we talk about shadow, we look at the darkness of it, right? So we look at all the qualities or um, the archetypes of things and people we don't like, right? It's easy to look at a, at somebody who's like a killer or like Adolf Hitler and you're like, I don't like that. And say, and literally believe that we do not have that side in us. And then you have the opposite side of it, which is the light side, the light projections that we don't really talk too much about, which are all of our good qualities and gifts that we are projecting onto other people. And essentially, not owning and we feel this void and this hole inside of us because we we see these people we we look up to and we don't realize that that quality and whatever it is that we're looking at in them admiring in them <coughs> excuse me is actually the part of us that we are rejecting so there's a lot to be said about this work it's a tremendously powerful powerful work um, and there's a lot of really amazing people out there in this field. And one of the books that I really enjoyed reading and took a lot from was Debbie Ford's uh, The Light Chasers, I believe the name is. It's an older book. But what that book essentially does is it, it allows you to become aware of your shadow sides as well as your light sides. And the way that she does it is in a, in a very intelligent but also thought-provoking way so she uses a lot of i am statements to pull out that side of yourself because here's the reality if we don't if we don't ground ourselves and find the gifts and integrate the, the darkness in ourselves these shadow sides or these archetypes we will constantly create challenges and problems in our life based on them and what if we use the analogy of what we see in the world today with the, the you know the pandemic you're seeing at least from my perspective every single version of these shadow sides and archetypes coming into play you see some that are on the more light side but you definitely see the the predominant ones you see right now are a hundred percent the dark side of it right we see the questions about medical uh, control a lot we see so many things that are coming out that three four years most individuals if they would be asked the questions the same questions they're asked today they would flat out reject these things right the the question about vaccine passports the questions about mandating these things a lot of people would say no to that If we go backwards and yet today we're seeing these games being played out where we the public are basically part of at least the way i see it a much bigger game now you might not agree with that and that's okay but that's just how i'm seeing this chess game being played out and i'm seeing it from various different perspectives but if we take the the frame of the shadow and you see how how controlling and how we're becoming more totalitarian and the way that we com- even the way that the media is communicating to the public it becomes more and more obvious when you start studying you know archetypes and shadow work that we're seeing this this game being played out now why is this important like if we sidestep the political situation right now and that's not really what I want to get into anyways I, I used it as an example for you The listener to to look at the world and be like okay where where do i see these things happening right now because sometimes you have to look at the 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 whole situation from a third person perspective and sometimes it's easier to just look at the bigger picture which is the world right and so if you can see these things in in the outside world right now that's great Um, but if we pull it into the more the smaller version of where the conversation is really important is in relationships right that we have these side of ourselves that we reject we have these side of ourselves that we are unaware of and so we play out the roles again right so essentially what we're doing is we're playing out various roles in our life based on you know how we were raised but also how the the society and the uh, the community we were raised in the belief systems we have either religious or non-religious whatever it might be but we're all playing these roles and so when you start looking at these archetypes and the, the, the shadow sides of us and the sides of us that we actually don't really particularly like and yet we we are very quickly to judge other people and condemn them for what it is that we actually you know who we actually are you start seeing these these uh trends with it like you start seeing patterns and so i saw very early on in my relationship that there are things that i that i didn't like about my ex-wife and i never asked the question at that time is that her or is that actually something in me that i don't like about myself and uh, just a side note on that one of the th- one of the things i remember when i was studying uh coaching and therapy and psychotherapy was my teachers were always tell me um it's always about you right meaning that if there's something that triggers me like something i'm upset about it's not about the other person it's about me do i agree with that a hundred percent meh not a hundred but i but i understand where they're coming from essentially the idea is that instead of blaming everybody else for everything that pisses you off and triggers you then pull it back home and ask yourself where do i see this in myself and how do i see this play out in myself the challenge with that is you you have to have a level of awareness to do that or you have to have somebody that guides you when you're in a situation when you're studying you know stuff like this it's easy because you have people that can guide you but when you're not you just get triggered all the time and so that that's just a little side note you know that i i believe that there is there's some truth to it but also sometimes it's just also it's also just nice to tell somebody to fuck off right because you do get triggered by other people and sometimes you do get upset at them and there could be many reasons why you get upset at them it's not just the, the, all these shadow stuff. But anyways, but, but there's things about my ex that really triggered and bothered me, right? Things that I didn't like about myself. So I'll give you an example. Um, when, when I grew up, I grew up with a mother who was a smoker. And my ex was also a smoker. And I could not understand that because I've always been you know, focused on taking care of my body, taking care of my health, eating healthy, working out, and things like this. So for me, I had a very hard time understanding this. And yet, on the flip side, the same behavior or the same, you could almost call it um, the benefit, right? Because people smoke for various reasons, but I think a lot of people smoke to get a break and space in their day. And so there were things that I would do that were very much the same. Even though I didn't smoke, I just did a similar thing. And so I didn't realize that I was projecting my own irritation about myself and my, you know, inability to just say, hey, I need to take a break. Let me just take a, you know, 10-minute break. I just need to, to completely uncouple um, from from the world, and just basically just be me. And instead, I would get pissed at her. There's there's tons of examples. This was just a very simple example, uh, but there will always be things that trigger us. I don't know if it will ever be possible for us to not get triggered. I think we get better at learning how to manage the triggers and figuring out um, the underlying reason why we get triggered. And I think it's important that we work on these things because oftentimes it can get very spicy in a relationship and we can create a lot more drama and disaster if we don't know these things. right? The challenge for a lot of, for a lot of people is that instead of working on it, instead of actually getting help and support on working on these things, most people assume that they can do it on their own and they don't need the help and the support. And i would i would encourage anybody listening to this that to get to find somebody that has you know if it's specifically the shadow work you want to work with find somebody who is an expert in that if it's um you know like myself divorce co- coaching or stuff like this getting over breakups and stuff like that find somebody who's an expert in that. if it is something third find an expert or not because it all has benefits and I think it's extremely important that we invest in ourselves because you are your best asset in life. And if you don't invest in yourself, then nobody will. And you, there's so much, like, if I could take any anybody and everybody who listens to these podcasts that I do and I could share with them the knowledge of accumulating all, you know, the pain throughout my marriage and divorce and all that, and I could tell them specifically, this what I show you today will save you not just time but also money, and it will sh- it will save you emotional pain. Like that's my that's my biggest thing that I want to share to people that it is important that we do seek out help because it's great to do things alone sometimes it just gets easier and faster if you get help right it's like pain shared is a pain divided and I've 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 seen it in my own life I've seen it from investing in mentors and coaches over the last four or five years it's like where I am today I had to. A lot of stuff I learned on the hard way but a lot of stuff I asked for help for and I've gotten better at asking for help because I realized if I want to go faster I got to ask for help if I want to have a life that is on my terms that is a life that I control that I am you know the master of I have to seek out the people that have done these things before me and so I think it's important that we we all acknowledge that it's okay to ask for help and that it's okay to actually hire somebody to work with because for a long time i thought that was like crap right i worked in the personal personal training industry for more than 10 years and the amount of times i've heard people say that it was too expensive to hire a personal trainer and they could just do it on their own and they can go watch videos on youtube and get results like it's it, it still to this day amazes me that we and this could be a shadow right this could be a shadow but th- that we are so stubborn that we believe that oh yeah i have absolutely zero zero experience in this field and yet i think i can be an expert in it in like two days like that that's the funniest part and the interesting part when i look back at that time uh, there were so many people that would say no to the personal training and they would go do their own thing and then three four months later they would come and ask me listen can we talk about personal training and i'm like sure and i'm thinking to myself if you had just taken the financial if you had invested the money when I offered you the first you would not have wasted the last four months of your time of your energy and most of all your money and sometimes it takes a lot of gut and a lot of uh, courage to invest in yourself and this was one of the things I saw a lot with women is is they often, at least in the fitness industry they would rather put themse- they would rather put their children and their husbands first and themselves last, which is sad, because um, I think if if you' as a parent don't put yourself first, you have to also be the role model for your kids, so it's hard not to um, to, to invest in yourself. But anyways. The point of that is that when we talk about shadow work, it is extremely complicated and it is extremely complex. And if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, this shadow work sounds interesting and this might be something I'm interested in, then I would highly encourage you to, to find somebody who's, who does that f- for a living and has walked the path themselves because it, gets, it can get very intense. Um, but it's also extremely healing. Extremely healing. So, I just had a a wasp fly in while we're doing a little podcast here. (laughs) See, this is the beauty of doing this real time. You get real time. I don't. I don't cut this off. I don't. You know what? It is what it is. Um, But yeah. So, shadow work is tremendously powerful and i will say um one of the things that i've that i've seen transform mostly in my own life has actually not been so much the shadow but the light sides right like all of the side that i projected onto other men women uh their qualities what they're good at you know like um if they're a good musician i would you know put them on a pedestal and i'd be like oh my god this person has it's so much better than me, blah blah blah. So there's all these things that we do, and there's there's specific techniques that you can do to pull this energy back, that you can actually, you can you can pull these, uh, I call it energetically strings, but you can literally pull it back into your own body so that you're not projecting these things out, and it's a crazy, crazy change in you when you do these things because you realize, hey. I was looking at this person, but in reality, I was actually looking at myself, and I didn't know it. So, I'll leave you with that, and uh, I'll be back next week for more. If you are interested in knowing more about this, or you have questions, you can always email me at support at CO. And if you're a divorced man and you want to be part of my new Legacy Builder co- group coaching program, we're gonna start this month. I'm gonna have a new group starting every single month moving forward. I'm taking maximum 10 guys in each group. Then you send me an email as well to support at the divorce CEO and I'll give you the or I'll send you the information. This is gonna be an absolutely amazing, amazing new experience. I have been working on this for quite a while and the whole purpose of these um, these groups is for you as a divorced man to build legacy so what does that mean well legacy is we're talking about money and we're talking about family right so we're talking about your business or your career or whatever it is and then building your family if you are you know not in a new relationship but you want to be in a relationship then we work on your dating skills and how to move forward and if you are in a relationship we'll work on taking that relationship to the next level. Right. So there's so many layers in it. But those are the two main things, money and relationship. Because your legacy will ultimately be your family and what you leave behind. So if you're interested in that, send me an email and I'll send you the details. That's all I got for you today. Love and light your way. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Parables of the Divorce CEO. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss future episodes and please share it with someone who may find the content valuable. Join my coaching program at the slash coaching.